Hello and welcome to Flotsam, a role-playing series about rats surviving in a mysterious sinking city. Four rats with fragmented memories of being something else have returned to the wrecked ship Iskander where they woke up. They are there with Gwen's smuggler crew to retrieve a stock of valuable ember crystals. Vern, dexterous as ever, has just tried to quietly steal a crystal from the Horde. Unfortunately, he dropped it. It broke open, and... Episode 8, Cutthroats and Thieves. How do I describe it? I guess like a kaleidoscope of images. There are scenes, pictures, sounds, feelings rushing through you, rushing through your heads, or most people's heads. We'll come to that in a moment. And it's like you're being assaulted from all sides. I mean, a flash grenade, sure, it, it blinds you and, and deafens you for for a while, but this, uh, it's just you're being assaulted from all sides. You've got no idea which way is up. You are just battered by this stream of images. Uh, and they're very difficult to form. They are um, visions of cities, visions of people's faces, uh, visions of walking down streets, of guns, of buildings collapsing, all sorts of things. It's just a, a complete rush and you're, you're, it's so difficult to fight against that tide, to swim against it. Vern, could you roll me a die, please? Oh. And the difficulty is eight. If you have anything that you think can give you uh, a force of will in your traits, but I don't think you do. Can I, can I haggle with the explosion? Um, maybe <laughs> no. Oh, eight it is. Oh. Natural eight. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, to Vern, it feels like these images are trying to overwhelm him, trying to creep into his brain and get into his skull, and he is desperately trying to retreat into his own head and, and batten down the hatches and just try and centre himself. It takes effort, but bits of imagery leak into you but it doesn't succeed in breaking you and you are just lying there battered to the point where suddenly it all fades and 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 it's really quiet let's look at it from reggie's point of view reg you are yes. completely under assault you're now lying uh, everything is really warm around you but yeah this stream of images is battering away at you could you roll me a die please and right, so I don't everybody. think I've got any relevant traits I have a three mm. I am overwhelmed mm. okay Reg and only Reg you have a memory Reg you are standing surrounded by other people, soldiers, soldiers in khaki and mud. You are in a tight, confined space. There's water running past your feet. There, are, The ground shakes repeatedly around you. Something is falling out of the sky, um, and you look at the people around you. You're, you're in absolute fear and desperation, but you manage to pull it all together. You put one hand on the ladder next to you, pull the whistle off your shirt, put it in your mouth, blow it, and just focus all of that rage and fear and just shout, Death or glory! And you're over the top. Whoa. Does this feel like my memory or someone else's? You really don't know. It's so hard to figure out what's going on, but that ability to take the fear, the anguish, the pain and concentrate it down into that one moment, that death or glory that focus becomes a new trait for you, you can write death or glory it has a downside and it has an advantage the downside is obviously gross disregard for personal safety in times of extreme stress Um, the the advantage is that you can uh, overcome your fear and sway others to do the same I will flounder on this pile of uh, like warm embers and try to try to recover my wits and uh, sit up and and see what state the the rest of the group are in. As you are picking yourself up off the floor, as Vern is uh, lying in up to 
well, basically you're half immersed in water, Vern, by the time you come round, lying on your back, and you, you push yourself up to look around the rest of the room, and the, the others, Gwen and Gentry, are also groggily shaking their heads, and, and Gentry is kind of breathing really heavily, like a, a, a panting, scared animal. Um, and you see Enid, and Enid has her eyes closed, hands raised across her uh, her face against the blast but there is uh, floating in front of her uh, or floating all around her a golden shell of particles like a bubble it's like she's inside a golden bubble it's about three feet out from her body and she doesn't seem to have been knocked over Uh, and Enid you probably open your eyes at about this point to see all of this and everybody else pulling themselves to their feet and a number of them staring at you Oh, Enid, are you all right? There's this warmth in your chest again. Yes, I think so. Who did that? Okay, small piece of advice. Don't drop an ember. Noted. Gwen is staring at Enid. That was quite strange. Well... It confirms what I thought. As Enid relaxes, the shell disappears and the warmth goes from her chest. (sighs) Did everybody else get one of those? One of what? The the glowy, round thing. No, I just got images and a four-alarm hangover headache. I remembered some sort of battle. That's spirit magic, says Gwen. That's what we saw before. That's your friend, probably. He's coming in useful, isn't he? Yeah. Well, if you think you have any control over him, then... I think we all know that I don't. Either that or he's not much copper cards. Right, we need to get this done. And Gwen looks round at Vern. Just nobody do that again. Vern will keep his mouth shut and just nod. He knows when he's done a bad. <laughs> Stump, she calls up. Start getting the gear up here. And you hear um, you know, the scrabbling as uh, Stump climbs up the other side and starts heading back to the boat. Uh, Reg will, will drop the, uh, the, the darkened, broken gem that he uh, happened to have in his hand. Looks around at the pile and uh, says... How are we going to get this many embers out of the hold? Carefully. There are rather more than I expected. I think we might have to make several journeys, but at the least getting these loose ones out will be a start. We can bring them up in some of the nets. I think we'll have to come back for the other boxes. Hmm. Unless anyone has a better idea. That sounds all right to me. I might go give Stump a hand. Are you sure it's a good idea for you to do anything at the moment? I've made my mistake for the day. Oh, you only get one. That's convenient. All right. Elwood, you go up with him. The kid is still cowering in the corner. Nods, runs to the ladder, and rapidly ascends, not waiting for Vern. I'll just have a little little look around the room and a knowing nod to Enid and Reg and uh, follow Elwood up the, uh, up the scaffold. Okay. Right. Is there anything anybody wants to do while you're waiting for the machinery to arrive? Is there um, anything else in the room that isn't embers? There are um, the ruins of boxes, um, packing cases. Uh, it looks like at one point this might have been, well, obviously it's the hold of a ship, but supplies. There are tins, there are soggy cardboard boxes, um, there are a few bottles. Um, there's nothing of that looks... Uh, shiny and oh that could be worth something a lot I don't want any of that if anything the the ember boxes look a bit out of place and they're in a slightly different section uh, and it's entirely possible that that section was screened off or walled off from everything else well Reg will continue to potter amongst the embers looking for um, any unusual specimens that, that I might might be useful to like compare with others and, and study. Although I, I'm pretty confident I know what's what's going on with them now. Physically, they're all identical. 
Right. They okay. all look like they've come from the same mould or factory. Uh, yeah, apart from the glow. Apart from the glow, that varies oh, yeah. between them, um, and obviously apart from the broken ones. But otherwise, yeah, they're yeah. the actual physical shape of them, they are identical to each other. Yeah. Just examining a broken one, are they, are they hollow or are they just solid crystals? They are hollow, yes. They're hollow? Mm. Ooh, that's very interesting. Okay. I will, in that case, I will gather up um, a lot of the, um, as many of the dead ones as, as I can find. Okay, well, there are quite a few, and they, these things are all fist size, so. Um, yeah, I can probably get maybe a half dozen in my satchel. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Uh, and is anybody, before we start pulling everything up, is anybody taking any live ones? No. Reg has already got his, obviously. Uh, I've already got one. <laughs> um, so, no, we're going to have plenty of opportunity to pinch one or two. I'm sure. I think I've uh, I've had my fill of floaty golden spirit mentalness. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up above, um, Vern, you follow the others out. Uh, it is still. Uh, it's probably approaching midday now. Um, Stump is working on the nets to uh, free off the gear and hands you uh, a number of metal poles and a bit of, bit of rope um, and starts carrying some other stuff himself and Elwood picks up a, a couple of small boxes uh, and you traipse back up to the top and it takes you, uh, all in all, it probably takes about half an hour to get a proper pulley system set up there and gathering up some nets and lining them with something to be able to pull the crystals up. So uh, unless anybody has anything they particularly want to do in this time period, it'll be uh, as many hands as want to be on deck uh, getting this thing set up and getting the crystals into the net and hauling them up so they can be put on the boat. Yeah, might as well help out with that. I'll give my bowl a shake, see if Billy wants to give <laughs> us a hand. <laughs> You do realise that you've never had any evidence that he's interested in no, that stone or no, that bolt. No, it doesn't bolt. stop me trying. <laughs> okay, sure. You never know. Sure. Um, you rattle your bowl um, and uh, no, nothing happens, oh. I'm afraid. <laughs> it's your optimism trait. <laughs> in that case, you um, work away. It's, it's not that heavy work, but you're sloshing about in ankle-to-knee length of water to do it, which is pretty grimy. There's rust everywhere. Um, it's It's... It's not pleasant, um, let's put it that way, and by the time you've uh, got all of the crystals from that first case, which uh, at a rough or a rough estimate, Reg, is probably 150 live crystals, that is. You're glad to finally clamber out of that, that dank hold and stand in the slightly cold, to be fair, air at the top. Right, so Gwen, I don't think we have any way to get those other cases up. Anybody have any idea? I mean, even if we got them up, I don't think that the boat can support their weight. No. Uh, I mean, you'd have to surely open the cases just because they're too big to fit through the hole. Yes, yes, absolutely. But then uh, I suppose we could try and load all of the others onto the boat. Uh, finding some way to open them. The other case looked like it had been blown open by those ones that are broken. We seem to have somebody among our number who's rather good at making them explode. I... I don't think that trying to blow a case full of explosive crystals open with an explosive crystal is perhaps the right thing to do. I, I second, Gwen. I, I wouldn't recommend it. We'll have a look at the case uh, and see if there's any way to get it open, but I think this is probably going to need another journey. Um... You, you're fairly handy with this sort of thing, aren't you? Looks at Reg. With what sort of thing? Opening cases? Yes. Oh, I can have a look. All right. Let's see, examine those. Uh, I'll, I'll um, scurry over, um, have a look at the crates. Are they? Uh, do they have any sort of uh, um, catch that is designed to open? Doesn't look like it. To you, it looks like they have been designed to weather a storm. It looks like somebody has encased them in, in steel and welded that steel 
Uh, they have quite a lot of reinforcement on the outside, kind of cross struts and things like that. Um, mm. It looks like, uh, as, as I said um, when I first described them, um, they remind you a little bit of jerry cans in terms yeah. of their, their structure. Um, they are cube shaped, however, by tapping it, it's clear that the metal is, is really solid and we're talking uh, tank style metal here. These things were designed to survive pretty much anything you throw at them. Yeah, these things are super tough. I don't think we're going to get in without special equipment. What sort of special equipment? Uh, cutting torch, maybe? Something like that? Yes, putting fire next to the explosives is much safer. Well, they're not like normal combustibles, are they? This is going to need a bit of time. Mm. It's a reasonable haul, as is. And as I said, I think we're going to have to come back now we know what we're facing. Let's get things loaded onto the boat and work out what we're going to do. And she climbs up the ladder again. I shall follow her. I uh, don't see much reason to stick around. Can't see a way into the crates. You, uh, you head for the boat. Mm-hmm. And everything is being gradually loaded into the lower deck of the boat. All of the the crystals into what cases that they have down there but also into bags and nets just to hold them all together in one place. Gwen has a quiet discussion with Mr Peabody and they look at the chart that he's carrying and she uh, approaches your group. I think that it's probably best that we all rest for a few hours before we set off given how much work we've just done and given that some of us didn't get much sleep last night Um, and then we'll head back uh, later at night it's slightly safer that way as well during the night some of the things don't come quite as close to the surface oh that's good to know so keep yourselves warm and get a bit of sleep uh, I'm certainly going to be getting a bit of sleep and we'll set off um, say six again this evening okay I don't need any more encouragement than that I'm already snuggled up in a blanket <laughs> and, and Vern, Vern's going to make it look like he's going to sleep but he's going to just keep it half an eye and half an ear out on Gwen and Stump as, as our group settles down just to see what they're doing Okay, well they seem to be settling down as well um, Gwen is settling down downstairs Stump is settling down up by the cabin mm-hmm. sort of at the front of the boat uh, Mr Peabody is downstairs somewhere um, Elwood is right at the front of the boat um, wrapped in a blanket um, looking out at uh, the ice around him Gentry has settled down with you lot I shall sit next to Vern and uh, mutter under my breath uh, do you want to uh, take watches and uh, get some sleep I've got a lot to think about I think that might be wise but let's not let them see that we're watching mm-hmm. so are you going to sleep Vern? yeah so Fred is going to stay up and ruminate I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go straight to sleep okay Hmm, Reg, how tired are you feeling? Did you get sleep last night? Um, I did sleep last night. Uh, okay. So, but I mean, I was—it was cold. Yeah, but, but it should be fairly trivial for you to stay awake. But let's just test that, just in case. Well, um, yes. In case you know you, you're thinking so deeply that uh, it just overtakes <laughs> you. It's a roll. It's only going to be a two. A two. Okay. Well, well, can I can I apply my fascination only with, a two. with with the new trait? Um, because I'm I'm mulling over the ramifications of what we saw in the hold. Well, I would say yes, but the thing is, what I'm really testing is your ability to notice a thing, and uh, that trait will make you not notice a thing because you'll be turned inwards thinking. Oh, I see. Uh, okay, that's a good point. I rolled a nine, so I. <laughs> he is so awake. Okay, um, you well, it's it's as much being focused outwards as anything else. So you are thinking through the implications of what you saw, and you're thinking mm-hmm. through the implications of the memory and that sort of thing. Um, and as you're sitting there with with half an eye towards what's going on the rest of the uh, the, the boat, but only half an eye. I mean, nobody on board is is stirring, so you're you're relatively confident that things are okay. There is a slight bump, a slight shake that reverberates through the boat. Just a slight one, as if you've bashed into something. I'm gonna gently get up and move to the side and have a look over. Is there another another boat or something in the water? There is indeed another boat. Um, uh, could you 
make me another roll to notice something else. Um, uh, hang on, I haven't told you what to oh. roll yet. <laughs> okay. No, you know what dice are like? They're tricksy things. No cheating. Um, <laughs> your your roll again. your difficulty for this one is seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, oh, six. Okay. Ah, no. All right. Okay, you scuttle to the edge, you look over, and there is another boat. It's lower in the water, it's dark, it's got a it's got a stump of a mast, and there are uh, at least two, three rats hunkered down in it, and the first thing you notice from them is one of them, as they see you, draw something which flashes in the light, a blade of some sort, and it's at that point that somebody behind you gives you a good hard shove. Oh, joy. <laughs> um, again, let's have a roll from you to see okay. whether you succeed in not just going straight into the water. Um, I think your difficulty for just, I mean, it's, it's a real shock. So being able to grip onto a bit of the boat or something like that is seven. Seven, okay. Oh, oh Reg. Come on, Reg. Oh, I've, I've got a one. I'm oh. completely... Oh. Completely oh, taken complete by surprise. Failure, a complete failure. Okay. Can I at least scream as I go over? Not, <laughs> not with a one. Uh, with a one, no. <laughs> your your opponent has pretty. Like a has, with a one, your opponent has achieved everything that they wanted to achieve. Um, and, yes. Oh, no, Reg. And and Reg oh. disappears silently. into the water silently. Um, and it's going to be a few moments <laughs> before you, you manage to collect yourself to try and get out of there. So we'll come oh, back to you in a moment. Uh, okay. Actually, will we come back to you in a moment? Because you didn't even make a noise. Oh, 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 no. We'll stick with you because nobody else is going to wake up due to that. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> you are somewhere in icy cold water you're not even sure which way is up it's dark it's fighting you're struggling what are you going to do i mean your body is pretty much going to take over difficult to have any coherent thought so yeah. this is a struggle to see what happens roll me a i mean your bodies are pretty good at figuring out what to do in this situation uh it's mm. really cold it's tricky isn't it i'm gonna give you a five to fight your way immediately to the surface. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Eight. Okay. Uh, at least I have a strong survival <laughs> instinct. Okay. You're not sure which way is up. You're not sure what's going on. You can't breathe. There's ice everywhere. And you just scrabble out in this pile of shards of ice and scrabble to the surface and draw in a huge frozen breath and really spending your time just panicking you're still in the mm-hmm. water but you're above the surface yep. there's thin shards of ice around you um the boats are only maybe 10 feet away from you you try and shout but your breath is all gone and you're trying to scrabble at the chunks of ice around you but they're all thin so as soon as you put a, a claw on one it dips under the water uh, you're kicking out with your feet desperately trying to actually it's not as cold as you thought it's Actually, it's getting quite warm. Uh, actually, and you realise that around your waist, uh, the single crystal there is keeping the worst of the cold away from you. Doesn't stop you panicking, okay. but you're not going to freeze to death immediately. And with that little bit of relaxation, you could cry out. And it's probably a yeah. good idea if you do, because what you can see from here yeah. um, is a number of forms swarming up onto the boat. Yes. Hey, wake up! Let's see how deeply everybody is sleeping. <laughs> Vern. Yes. Uh, there is a distant voice yelling. How difficult is it going to be for you to hear that? I think it is going to be a uh, seven to hear it immediately. Come on, Vern. Redeem yourself. That's a oh. two. Okay, Vern. <laughs> happy in the thought that Reg is on watch, is in quite a deep sleep. Mm. Enid. Can I apply my weathered many a storm? I think to you this? can, yes. I think you can have a plus two for that. Yay! Not that it's going to help. Eight! So, whatever bonus you just said, because my brain's not working. Ten. Ten, yay! I am well aware Great of what's success. going on. Enid, you are um, curled up under several layers of blanket, no doubt, having probably 
half-inched one from somebody else and deep in slumber dreaming about oh, I don't know whatever you're dreaming about and faintly uh, you're suddenly dreaming about oh Reg calling for help at a distance like he's down a, a big tunnel or trapped in a, a ventilation shaft or uh, no no actually you're awake ah and you you hear the noise and your eyes open as the boat has other forms suddenly in front of you and instantly go very still my eyes darting about to to see what's going on good job you did that because you could have woken up and gone hmm a whole bunch of new forms on the deck we're all under attack and start shouting <laughs> um that's not what's happening what's happening is in a low voice one of the new forms is saying to another person on the boat yeah uh, i think that one got away we'll have to deal with him he'll wake the others all right deal with them quickly keep it quiet we'll deal with these and so yes the second voice is gwen um and you realize that she's moving over in the direction of you at the fire uh you hear a splash uh, quite a soft splash as one of the other rats goes into the water reg you see one of the rats go into the water okay and start swimming towards you right uh so uh enid what do you want to do under the blanket i just very quietly reach out a claw and and gently dig it into Vern's thigh just not to not to wake him up suddenly but just a very firm like wake up tug Vern, um, let's see again how deeply you are sleeping. And I'm sure you will wake. It's just a question of whether you wake under your control or whether you wake shouting about sausages God. or something. So let's have a, I think, a, a five here is fine. Okay. And I don't have any bonuses, stupid Vern. Ugh, it's a two. Would you wake up? I'm really so, sleepy. Uh, right? So he does wake up. But but oh, the no. trouble is that he doesn't really... Uh, it, it's not a subtle wake-up, let's put it that way. So it's entirely up to you how you want to play that, Vern, but it's not a subtle wake-up. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's time for round two if Vern does something stupid, possibly. Um, so, thinking of what Vern's like... and Okay, so I will... I will start, I will wake with a start because of this claw digging into my leg and I was in a nice deep sleep so it's pulled me straight out very quickly. Um, my eyes immediately darting around the boat, conscious of the situation that we're in and in the back of Vern's head because he's that kind of guy thinking that there is a betrayal coming, looking around the boat spots these extra forms, does a quick head count of his immediate family at this point shall we say, spots Aww. Enid. He's scrabbling around looking for Reg, can't see Reg, and he just sees these other forms on the boat. So he's going to immediately oh, stand up um, and look for the nearest form that isn't Enid and try to uh, grapple them and grab them whilst simultaneously pulling out his uh, metal sword-ish thing that Reg gave him. Okay, so straight into a proper fight here. Right, um, we'll come back to you in a moment. On a hostage. Uh, Reg, what's your plan? If you have a plan. <laughs> okay, uh, my plan is to, because I'm not great at fighting, uh, but my plan is to uh, get my knife out and try to use it to crack my glowing ember. Ooh. Okay. When oh, when jeez. When this guy Reg. gets close enough. Okay. Um Reg is going for it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought uh, Vern was stupid. Right. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> hold my hold my drink. <laughs> let's uh let's come to that when the other figure gets close enough. Fine. Uh, the figure is finding it quite hard going to go through the water, but they're clearly bulkier than you, Reg, um and are clearly um, gritting their teeth against the cold and just striking out to get to you. You assume that they're <laughs> armed. Well, chaos on the boat. So, uh, let's go with Vern immediately. You're trying to overpower this other figure. Let's have a uh, roll from you. Do you have any skill to bring to bear on this? This will be a roll-off against the other character. 
Okay, I want to bring in my always throws the first punch Ooh, uh, nice. trait. Uh, well, that will give you a plus three in this situation. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so just a straight roll just off. Just a did straight you say? roll off, yep. Okay, so we are. So it's a six total. Including your three. Including my three. Okay. It is a five total here. Oh. <laughs> ah, right. Uh, Vern, straight out of sleep, um, leaps forward, jumps over the, the warming little fire that's in the middle of the deck, crashes into the figure on the other side, struggling with them and pulling out his blade as he does so. The figure has gone down. They're not out of the count. You're still sort of grappling with them on top of them. Uh, you hear behind you uh, shouts from Gwen. They're awake! And everything is starting to look a little bit hairy. Uh, Enid, what, what's your plan? <laughs> um, so how many have we... How many okay, from where you sit, from where you sit, over to your right, Gentry is stirring and looking confused. Immediately to your right, Vern has just erupted forward into a figure at the other side of the boat. There is another strange figure to the left of that, so pretty much directly opposite you. To your left, you could hear Gwen shouting. You're not sure where Stump is. You're not sure where Elwood or Mr. Peabody are. Okay, uh, so with one hand. I draw my my rusty sword knife and with the other I reach into the little pouch at my side and get a handful of the ball bearings and throw them, uh, roll them, sorry, across the deck towards uh, the figures on the sort of leftish okay, side of the so, so, so not towards Vern. Okay, uh, Gwen and the, the other dark figure. Fine. I mean, throwing them is going to be fine. I just want uh, a general role from you to, to work out how effective they're going to be. So I don't think you have anything to bear on that, probably. So just roll me a dice and tell me what you get. And okay. I'll use that to interfere with them. Three. Three, okay. So not ideal, but that's you two reacting. At that point somebody goes to grab Vern off their companion so the person opposite Enid goes to grab Vern Gwen goes for Enid I leap directly at her face <laughs> screaming okay um, you are defending Gwen is attacking do you have any trait to bring to bear on your next uh, has weathered many a storm survival um, I think it, the survival component really only kicks in when it's a life or death situation. Uh -huh. um, you know, when you're is this life or when death? you're an extremist. Um, <laughs> so I, I I don't think you get a bonus from that immediately. Okay. So roll me a dice. What am I doing? Just just rolling. Mm -hmm. Seven. Okay. Um, Gwen got two. Which means, <laughs> which means that, that not only do you have the advantage, but it means that the ball bearings have come into play for her. Yes! So she leaps towards you and just slips. Her footing goes out from under her and she crashes down so that you are above her and can basically jump on her back. Um, she's lying, lying prone in front of you. You have the advantage there. Let's come back to Vern. Desperately trying to grapple and punch this one down on the ground, uh, but you realise that somebody is leaping at you. Can you make a roll to try and sort that mess out? I can. Can I? Can I state what my kind of intent sure. is? Sure, sure. So at this point, uh, rather than necessarily taking any of them out, Vern is trying to get one to a point where he can get a blade to their neck to try and get everyone to stop. So essentially, use him as a stop, or I'm going to cut this guy's throat. Sure. Um, as opposed to take them does out. Does that mean that you aren't defending against the person who's attacking you? <clears> or, or what's the, um, um, what's the plan? Are you focusing just on the person who's underneath you? I'm gonna, I want to attempt to, I guess, get this get my knife to this guy's throat in a threatening position before the attacker gets to me. Okay. Rather than, rather than fend him off initially. Okay. Alright. Let's do it this way. It'll be a roll-off. If you get two more than they do, you've got the knife to the right place. Okay. <laughs> Come on, dice. Be good. Natural ten. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, there's no point me even. Oh, well, there is a point in case they get a ten. They didn't. They got a nine. That was close. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> right, uh, yes. In the red so, corner. So you can narrate what happens now. Okay, so because I didn't get two, does that a two a plus two from there on? No, no, you got a natural change? ten. That, that that means you you, com- you completely own the scene. Okay, so um, <clears throat> as I'm grappling with the guy on the floor, I can I can hear the footsteps of this other lumbering rat coming towards me, um, which just gives me that little kick of adrenaline I need to get my claws around the figure on the floor that I've been grappling with and kind of stand up almost bringing him with me but pushing my foot into the back of his leg causing him to drop to his rat knees rats have knees let's Mm. say they have knees so he drops to his knees in front of me as I grab a fistful or a clawful of his hair on the back of his head yanking it back sharply and putting my blade straight to his throat casting my eyes straight up at the incoming rat Okay, and because you're n- relatively near the little uh, the little fire and the lantern on deck, this is really visible compared to what's going on around the place. Um, so th- there is a moment uh, where the rat approaching you just freezes. You can see this as well, Enid. Uh, I don't know if you want to communicate it to, to Gwen. You are currently on Gwen's back. What's your plan? Okay. Um, I am going to stick my finger straight through all three of the... Stop it. All three of the uh, the little silver rings in her ear, <laughs> oh. and hold her there. Right. While on her back, I'm going to take my belt off and hog tie her, while shouting, "Dressed like a bloody pirate, you massive stereotype!" <laughs> um, okay, we'll see how. Far through that you get because uh, hog tying somebody. The screaming is non-negotiable. Hog, just so you know, that's happening regardless. Hog tying somebody uh, while you've, you're holding their ear is not easy, and taking off your own belt. Um, but yeah, certainly that's your intention. Um, you you go go for the ear. It's not easy in this, so uh, that's going to be a. She is struggling. That's going to be a um, roll off with her. And again, like Jay, because you're trying to do a sort of special move, you get plus two more than her, then you can do that thing. Okay. Uh, So it's four, so six. I know it's just you have to get plus two more than her, so you've just got four. Oh, I see. Yeah. And she got a five. God. So uh, that's what you go for. That would have been and so cool. And you start screaming Come your on, line, um, but um, but <laughs> as you're screaming your line, she twists under you and and kicks, shoves you up and off. So the two of you are now both standing as she leaps to her feet, facing off each other. You can also see that Stump is coming up on your right. Um, meanwhile, back in the sea, <laughs> um, back in the sea, uh, yes. So you can hear all this start to kick off uh, on the boat, uh, Reg, from where you are. Um, uh, this rat is coming closer and closer to you you sticking with your plan? Uh, pretty much because I I don't have uh, I'm not a fighter uh, so So are you stopping um, sort of trying to clamber out or anything you're just maintaining you know kicking kicking where you are maintaining where you are and waiting I'm just gonna I'm gonna tread water get my leather wrapped ember in one hand and my knife in the other well uh, he's nearly on you I'm gonna use the pommel of the knife to smack the flat side of the uh, of the ember. Okay. Let's see how strong you are with your little frozen arms in the water. And this is yeah. going to be a difficulty yeah. eight. Yeah. Can I apply my death or glory trait? Nice. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. You know what? Yeah. So you can have a plus two. Okay. <sighs> I've got seven uh, total. Uh, oh, you, you pull your so. arms up out of the water, uh, scream a war cry of some sort. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, that's your war cry. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Little red. Poor, poor Reg. It'll take him a while. Techie's uh, war um, cry. And, yeah, and you bring down the, uh, the the pommel onto the crystal, and it's just a dull thud. I mean, honestly, because the your, it's your little weak arms against your little weak arms, and it. It's just not going to be yeah. enough. <sighs> the rat surges towards you through the water uh, with a blade in one hand. Right. I'm going to have we'll to fight come him. back to you in a moment. On the deck, everybody around you, Vern, you're frozen. You can see um, Enid facing off with Gwen with Stump coming in. 
that doesn't look like it's going to be good for her very shortly. Uh, what's your plan? Okay, first thing I want to do is I want to attempt to... I'm going to shout, essentially, at Gwen and attempt to get her attention. Okay, um, so that will be centre of attention, I would imagine. Yes. I will go for centre <laughs> of attention, yes. Um, Good, thanks for the reminder. Oh, all right, <laughs> uh, that's going to be pretty easy to do, so that's full difficulty. Okay. Do I get any pluses for my trait, or is it just lower the difficulty? Oh, yes, sorry, you do get a plus for your, your trait. Um, uh, your plus. Uh, centre of attention, plus three. So three, so six total. Okay. What are you shouting? So I'm just going to initially shout, Gwen! Her gaze snaps to yours. And I pull my hand even tighter on this little rat's neck in front of me and press the blade tight enough against his skin that it's almost about to cut. I told you! We all go out and we all come back! She holds her hands up, just backing away from, from Enid. That remains to be seen. Alright, well done. I keep my blade against his throat, still tight, holding onto his hair. She nods her head at Stump, who stops advancing on Enid. Good. Now where's Reg? You hear shouting from the water. <laughs> um, right. Uh, what are you trying to do then, Reg? Um, are you just trying to get yourself out of the way somehow, or are you are you trying to attack them in in return? I mean, uh, we, uh, at this point, I'm probably just going to be because I've only got one um, hand. Uh, I'll probably just be holding my um, knife out in the hope that he'll swim into it <laughs> to begin with. <laughs> okay. Um, I this is going to be a roll again. I think that uh, they will have a bonus for the circumstance, but I'm not going to tell you what that is. Uh, so, okay, <laughs> just roll me a dice. Okay, it's a three. It's a three. Let's see. I'm not in my element. <laughs> uh, Your hands are frozen. It's affecting the roll. Oh, I'm afraid that the knife slices out and catches you. You you feel it go through Ooh. the. Uh, the outer layers of your garments and stab into your side. Ah, that is not good. And you're floundering and no. probably crying out, I guess. Ah! Uh, you hear that, Vern? I said, where is Reg? And I pressed my blade in enough to get the slightest trickle of blood from his throat. Unfortunately, it's slightly harder with rats, isn't it? Because it takes a while to come through the fur. But anyway, uh, yeah. that's a detail. Um... <laughs> Gwen um, raises her voice. Silas, have you got him? You hear struggling and shouting. He's over there, says Gwen. Well, I suggest you get him back on board or you're going to have one less man on this ship. She shakes her head. Fewer, she says. And steps over. Oh, okay, I love her. Can I change sides, please? <laughs> <laughs> Vern will stab you too, in it. <laughs> She steps over to the side of the boat and raises her voice. Silas, bring him back. Alive if he still is. And Reg, yeah, you hear that as well? Oh, thank God. Are you just sort of letting yourself be grabbed? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. If, if they're going to if they're gonna bring me back in the boat, I will okay. let them. Uh, well, within a few moments then, you're drawn up onto the other boat and then hauled aboard the boat above you by this... This rat, who is, is very similar to Stump, actually, quite quite wide and, and muscular, mm -hmm. um, black-furred, pulls you up onto the deck and you see this tableau of Vern with a knife to the throat of a rat, probably contemplating his immediate future, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. Vern, too. I, I'm going to clutch my... Uh, my hold tight to the warmth of my ember and, and uh, just sit there shivering. Gwen sits down on the side of the boat, kind of relaxed. All right, where do we go from here? Let's see. How long can you hold that knife there, do you think? All the way home? What are you going to do when we get there? I don't need to worry about what we do when we get there. You need to worry about what you do if we don't get there. I'm sure that made sense in your head. But you've lost me, I'm afraid. You're badly outnumbered. You're in the middle of the sea. You don't know how to get home. You could carry on threatening that poor chap there but 
You really think you'll manage this all the way back to Flotsam? Well, like I said, you need to worry about what happens when you get back to Flotsam if we're not with you. I didn't understand that that time, so it's not much of a threat, honestly. Okay, I can see I need to spell this out for you. We all get back, or you're not going to have much to get back to. Did you set fire to Flotsam while I wasn't looking? No, but we know where your little hideout is, where you hang out. We know your operation, we know what you're up to. You think we don't have friends in Flotsam waiting for us to come home? (laughs) Ah, I see. All right. So you're trying to blackmail me with what, exactly? I think it's obvious, is it not? No, I'm just interested in what you think you have. I'm going to press my knife against his throat just to make it quite clear about that. I might just slit his throat. No, I don't want to be that mean. Um, So I'll just press my, uh, my knife against him again. If we're not back... Two days from now, your little operation will become, how can I put it, of interest to the authorities in Flotsam. Right. Um, which authorities? Uh, which exact set of people that I already bribe are you telling? I think that's plenty information for you. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm simply trying to work out the magnitude of your threat and how effective it is. And so far... You haven't impressed me, I'm afraid, uh, Vern. But fine, um, we'll just sit here then until uh, you decide what your next move is. And with that, Vern is going to start drawing the blade across the rat's throat. Okay. (laughs) And then Jay killed all the NPCs. (laughs) End of game. Vern's not, you know, it's not idle threats. Yes, it is. Very, very slowly across his throat. Enough that he starts screaming out. (laughs) You start to draw your knife across the throat of the rat you have. I'm really glad you guys can't see him right now because this is the face I'm not comfortable with. (laughs) He's enjoying it a lot. Yeah, uh, Vern, you um, increase the pressure. You are definitely killing him. Is that the, the aim or is it just to raise a scream of pain? We'll start with the scream of pain. I basically want to make it known that I will kill. Okay. And w- and have no compunctions. You dig in the knife. Um, um, Reg, go ahead. I'm just having a memory. <laughs> uh, just just looking at at uh, Vern's face. Uh, suddenly, Reg is thrown back to a, a musty corridor and the pain of a, a, a fist holding his hair and dragging him down the corridor. Um, and screaming, no, Dad, I, I can fix it. I can fix it. I just wanted to see how it worked. Oh. And then there's a slam and a familiar close darkness and the sound of a bolt being shot across. And then Reg returns to the, uh, to the ship uh, with, the, with the thought lodged in his head that he has a terrible hatred of bullies. OK. Fine. What a bad day for Reg. I want to adopt Reg. <laughs> add, add that to your sheet. I, I will. Uh, the rat starts to scream, um, and as the rat starts to scream, Gwen holds up. Burn! No! Stay out of this, Reg. Gwen has a hand held up. You realise if you do this, you've thrown away your bargaining chip. I don't know what you mean. I can see at least two other bargaining chips stood right next to you. Who are armed and far stronger than either of the other of your companions. Well, what's my other option, Gwen? Allow you to toss us over the side like you did with Reg? Your other option is that we all get out of this alive. We have two boats here. We put you on that one. Now, you see, I knew you'd start to see my point of view. And I sort of glance at Enid and Reg just to get a read of what they're thinking of the situation. So you want us to go on the other boat and you stay here with the embers, is that it? Yes. I think you've got it the wrong way round, dear. And and I look and I look over at Reg and I go, Dear, could you sabotage the engine on that other ship? Is there an engine? Oh oh yeah. Hmm. <sighs> I I think we should stay here. Alright. Enid, could you roll me a die, please? Uh, you get plus two for survival here. Whoa. Natural ten. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bring it. Okay. Hmm. All right. 
<laughs> uh, so uh, you can describe what happens at the point that Stump launches himself physically at you out of uh, just oh. suddenly across the front of Gwen, just leaps for you to try and bowl you off the boat and into the water. Uh-huh. Stump leaps forward and quick as a flash, I just sidestep ever so quickly. He barrels past me and in one swift movement, I whip my hat off, holding the hat pin in my fist and follow through to the point where I'm holding him by his neck over the side of the boat with a hat pin to his throat. Uh, I assume you mean he's sort of leaning against the boat rather than you're physically hold, holding him over the edge. Sorry? He's he's really heavy, yes. so I'm assuming he, he's just kind yes. of leaning over with you um, with the, the hat pin. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not holding him, like dangling him. I'm just stopping him falling. Okay. But if he comes any closer, he's going to get a hat pin through the throat. Okay. And uh, at this point, Vern will just look at Gwyn and say, Oops, there goes another one. Gwen claps. <laughs> she just claps her hand. Well done. All right. Hmm. Terms, then. Oh, look! We've, we're good at gambling, Vern. We've got two bargaining chips now. All right. Terms, then. What do you want? I think I just told you, dear. I think you should I'm not get talking in the other to boat you. and we should make some alterations. Well, that's nice, love. Vern, you're the one who's entering these negotiations. What are your terms? If you need time to discuss, then that's fine. Come to your terms. Tell me what they are. We'll sort it out. Well, now you see, Gwen, you're very lucky because I am a man of honour. And he sort of smiles and just presses the knife against the throat ever so slightly again. I'm prepared to honour our original deal. You get on that boat, we stay on this boat. But I'm afraid your arrogance is going to cost you a little bit more than the 50% you thought you were going to get. So you're going to take 10% of the embers... Get on that rug-a-tug boat over there, and I'm never going to see you between here and Flotsam. And as an additional sweetener, I'd like those earrings. Oh, and the earrings. Fine. I'll accept those terms. Now, you see, aren't we all reasonable? And I release the throat from this rat and shove his face down onto the deck of the boat. I do not release Stump. I'll keep, I'll keep my little... Um, my foot hooked behind his ankle so that if he struggles, I can just pull and he'll go over the edge. Okay. And I'll, and I'll just say, um, Reg, and motion to him to move away from the rat that he came back on board with and come over towards me. Reg will struggle to, to his feet and then fall on his face. <laughs> oh, bad day for Reg. <laughs> if only somebody hadn't scattered ball uh, bearings, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was more thinking about my, my, my sucking chest wound. But, um, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit hurt. Oh. Vern, take this for me, would you? <laughs> Gestures to, uh, to stump. And I shall stride across the, off across the boat with the cock of the walk that Vern, of course, currently feels. Careful of the ball bearings. <laughs> Steadily avoiding the ball bearings um, and very, very gruffly grab Stump by the back of his neck, um, with, still with my blade in the other hand, and take, take him off of Enid's hand. And I'll scuttle over to Reg. Mr Peabody, says Gwen, downstairs, select 10% of the ember, and you and Elle would bring it back up. The bespectacled nurse nods his head, um, looking slightly nervous and dashes downstairs release my man there oh oh uh oh that's serious okay no no you get stumped when you're on your boat oh all right i thought we were going to honor the original deal apparently not okay right let's get everything onto the boat then and she starts um organizing her troops um her troops are another rat who's kind of stump shaped who reg heard called silas um a smaller rat um she calls larry and a tall rat called Jeanette. and um, between the three of them they get things 
moving help Mr. Peabody with the goods loaded onto the smaller boat, pretty much ignoring um, what's going on with you and Dump, um, who is muttering under his breath. I'm going to drag myself over to the to the warmth of the fire and uh, uh, have a look at the uh, the wound under my bloodstained paw. Gentry, kind of having been cowering in the the, the back of the boat, crawls a bit over to you. I can uh, uh, maybe. Mm, yeah, it doesn't look good. Um, look uh, here, and takes a uh, a bit of cloth out of his um, waistcoat pocket and tries to help soak up some of the blood. I'll scuttle over to uh, to help. Thanks, uh, Gentry. With my uh, my weathering many a storm, knowing how to make do. Okay. Co- traits combined. <laughs> Sorry about all this. It's not really going as I expected. So let's see how how good the pair of you. Enid are at helping Reg deal with his wound. Um, the difficulty is, is just to stop the bleeding and make sure he's not going to immediately end up in a lot of trouble, uh, is five. You have, from your weathering many a storm, you have a plus two. Uh, so that is seven total. That's okay. Uh, yeah, Gentry isn't a lot of help, but at least he's um, showing where. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and the two of you are concentrating on that and you manage to part the fur and stop the bleeding. It's a bit odd. I mean, you are used to dealing with things like scars and wounds, but not covered in layers of hair normally. Um, so it's all a bit sort of peculiar, but you uh, apply whatever you know and you just keep pressure on the wound and you, yeah, um, it doesn't look like the knife went too deep. It feels like it went deep to you, Reg, um, but uh, <laughs> uh, but it's Aww, more 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 blood than depth. You think so it should be should be okay? Oh, that stings, in it. There's plenty of salt water around oh. to put on the wound. Well, yes. No. So a... <laughs> Shush, dear. You'll be fine. And as Gwen walks past me, I just, without looking at her, hold my hand out. She knows what I'm waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> she high fives you. No, um, <laughs> uh, she she gives a sigh and passes over the bottle. No, no, dear, you've misunderstood. But thank you. What are you looking for? She's waiting for the earrings. Ah, I thought you were trying to help your friend. I can do both at the same time, dear. All right. I hope they bring you joy. And she. Um, oh, they will. Takes them from her ear one by one and hands them over to you. That's better. You don't need all that adornment. You were looking rather cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and I lean back in to help uh, to help Reg. And as I'm doing it, I just whisper in his ear, "This lot are going to come back for us. Is there anything you can do to make sure that that's not going to happen?" Ah. Uh. See what I can think of. Uh, Good work, love. Like, can't can't easily tamper with the boat. Okay, and the other crew looks like they're ready to depart. Gwen stands a few feet away from Vern. I'm getting tired yet. Are y'all ready to go? We are. Are you? I am. And I'll grab um, stump. You know, I've still got him by the neck, so I'll I'll move to where the um the two boats are sort of lashed together, um, and just hold him out at arm's length from me, put my foot in his back, and kick him onto their boat. He tumbles down, um, and cursing lands in a, a heap in the other boat, and the other mm-hmm. boat rocks, um, and he turns and leaps to his feet. I'm gonna. And at that point, Gwen just holds her hand up. No. No, no, we made a deal. Nice and polite. I'm sure we're going to part in peace. And she um, hooks her leg over the side of the boat and hops down into the other boat and stands there, smiles at you. How long that'll stay the case, of course. We'll just have to see. I hope you're good at navigation, and I hope you can find a way to beat me to your friends. See you later. And the boat starts. And Vern will just give her that, that knowing knowing wink and smile like he always does. But then as he turns back to face his group, for the first time they can see 
the, not bravado, but confidence disappear to be replaced with strategic concern, as he just says to Reg, <laughs> we need a way back to Flotsam and fast. Okay. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I gesture to, um, to Reg's bag, where I can just faintly see the glow of the ember. And I look at Vern, and I went, look between that Vern and the ship that's just about to leave, and just whisper, how good do you think your arm is? Are they are they <laughs> are they still in range? <laughs> um, Do something stupid. Take three. Yeah, um, that's an interesting question. I <laughs> think you can try. Um, they are. Uh, I mean, with with her parting shot, they started the engine and started to move, and it's not a slow boat. But if you're quick, maybe. If there is any moment we need a natural mm-hmm. ten, Jay, no pressure. So, but this could be glorious. Sorry, I've got I've got the perfect line for it as well. Um, so I will I, I, I will again in a slightly less creepy way give my, give my knowing wink and smile to Enid as I go. Um, I just need to borrow this, Reg, and I reach into Reg's bag and, and get out this glowing ember, and I I'm um, too weak to stop him <laughs> and I, st- I stride well, stride over to the edge of our boat just sort of throwing this ember up and down in my hand like a baseball I suppose and I just look over to Gwen as she's driving off and just uh, kind of wave this ember at her so to speak and say since it was such pleasure doing business for with you here's a bonus and I <laughs> attempt to whip this ember not even, not a throw to her at all but trying to whip this ember across to their boat for the sharpest jaggedest edge I can see Okay, so two things come into play here. One is that you warned her which I think matters and the other thing is it's quite a throw. So I am going to hmm, how are we going to do this Uh, she can't really roll off against it. I'm going to make this Difficulty. Hmm. Eight. Have you okay. any trait that you could bring to bear? The only one that's vaguely close, but it's it's not really because it's not a physical thing. Was that I can't abide being lied to. <laughs> Gwen lied to us, so that just that just <laughs> makes me more. Yeah, that's that's inspired me. The first punch thing as well. Is kind this, of a, this isn't the first. Physic- this, it's physically limited. This is not the first punch. <laughs> <laughs> you lied to me, Gwen. Could be the last um, one though. Last I one. will. On. I will give you a plus one for your Yay. for your hating of hatred of liars. Gives more force okay. to your arm. So it's eight, wasn't it? We were aiming mm-hmm. for. Okay. Seven plus one gives us eight. Oh my god! Ah, Well, okay. (laughs) Sorry, Ian. (laughs) No, 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 that's fine. My beautifully crafted NPCs. <laughs> no, um, well, it, it, if you remember, it didn't kill a whole hold of you last time. So will it mm, kill a hold of them this time? Mm. So you uh, heft. Well, just des- describe your shot. So I cock my arm back and release this ember with a hell of a whip to my rat claw, sending this ember tumbling at speed through the air towards um, Gwen's craft. She sees it coming, she knew it was coming, but it's heading nowhere near enough for her to catch or stop. And it just clips the edge of the raft and tumbles forward, even picking up more speed and momentum, and smashes against the uh, the, the cabin where um, one of the little rats is attempting to pilot the craft and smashes open. Okay. There is a blinding blast of light. It doesn't hit you as hard as it did last time. The the boat rocks. There is you're obviously staring at your target. You just see this this explosion of light. Um, trails going off. A bit like a firework has gone off on the surface of the boat. A golden firework. And the boat rocks, and you hear a splash. And for a moment, it's as if a hand kind of wrenched it. It stopped it. The progress it's making is, is suddenly interrupted. It shakes and rocks in the water. You hear a, screams. It's quite hard from here to see exactly what's going on on the boat. Now it's dark, but you hear cursing, and somebody is flailing around in the water. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was fun. Vern, Vern chuckles Reg. and turns back to the boat. <laughs> Reggie's going to um, drag himself over to the uh, uh, engine at the back and uh, try to start it up. As you do that, Gentry wrinkles his nose. Can anybody smell burning? End of episode. Please do join us for the next episode in which our rats must battle the elements in a race to get to port. Flotsam is a game by me, Ian Thomas. Our players are Jay Britton, Amelia Tyler and Chris Payne. Editing was by Chris and Ian. Sound effects were by Ian with help from the lovely people at Freesound. And the music was composed by Ian. You can find out more about us and about the game at the website flotsam.city. <laughs>